Hello, honey, and welcome to the Healthy Emmy Podcast. I am your go-to nutritionist for plant-based weight loss and the creator of the eight-week Slim on Starch program. If you want to learn how to lose weight and keep it off on a plant-based diet, you've come to the right place. And the best part, it does not involve counting calories or restricting portions. This is the podcast version of my YouTube videos, so if you'd like to see the woman behind this voice, Proceed at your own caution and go to the show notes where you'll be directed to the Healthy Emmy YouTube channel. Otherwise, enjoy your commute, walk, workout, or whatever the heck it is that you're doing with just my voice on this podcast. Today, I am doing an interview with my rock star slim on starch client, Amanda. Now, when Amanda came to me, she came from such a level-headed place where she was saying, you know, I think I have maybe five or 10 pounds to lose. I'm already vegan. I've been vegan for six years. But what ended up happening was that Amanda lost 30 pounds through our work together. And it just goes to show something that I always say is that when health is the focus, we lose weight as a side effect. But when weight loss is the focus, we lose health as a side effect. And because Amanda came and she was just so dedicated to being healthy and then just saying, you know, maybe I'll lose five or 10 pounds, that was what made her be so successful. And I just think that this interview is so refreshing and it really puts into perspective that when you dedicate yourself to health and how you feel, it's amazing what can come from it. She was sitting on a gold mine of potential and she had no idea. So in this interview, we talk about the mindset shifts that Amanda went through that allowed her to lose these 30 pounds. If you can sort of just get so in your head about weight loss, Amanda's really gonna help you pull back and take a really relaxed standpoint to it, which is what allowed her to lose 30 pounds through the course of our work together and we are still working together. So let's get into it. So, hey, Amanda. Hi. Thank you for coming on. So why don't you introduce yourself to all of us? Um, my name is Amanda, and I live in just outside of Denver, Colorado with my husband, and we have two dogs. We have a grumpy old 11-year-old dog, and then we have a cute, sweet three-month-year-old puppy named Boomer. <laughs> so those are the, the three men in my life. <laughs> and Boomer, as we were just talking about before getting on, you know, hitting record on this, how Boomer is just the cutest puppy. I'll insert photos of him now, but you rescued him because you're an animal lover too. Do you want to speak to that and win the hearts of everybody? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've always loved animals and I've, um, maybe for the past four or five years, been volunteering at a local animal rescue here. It's a foster-based animal rescue. So occasionally throughout the years, my husband and I have fostered some animals while they were looking for their forever homes. And then I have several really good friends that work at the Dumb Friends League, which is the largest, I believe it's the largest animal shelter here in Denver. And so Boomer was a little puppy at the Dumb Friends League. So he was a cute little rescue puppy. They rescued his mama when she was pregnant. So I got to see all sorts of pictures of mama and baby and then we adopted him as a little puppy. <laughs> and it very much speaks to who you are as being a vegan too, because when we first got on the phone, you know, you were like, I've been a vegan for six years. And so mm -hmm. this was, this was nothing new to you. So why don't we talk about sort of what that looked like before we started working together? 
Yeah, so I became vegan about six years ago, a little bit for health, but more because I loved animals and a lot of other reasons. But overall, I mean, I felt like my diet was pretty healthy and other friends and family who saw what I was eating thought that I eat pretty healthy. And I think that that's true compared to maybe the average standard American diet. But I definitely was always just like a little bit chubbier than I wanted to be. I always had a few extra pounds and just couldn't really find out the right way to take my diet, which I always thought was relatively healthy and kind of tweak it to get the results I wanted. Mm. And what's funny is, you know, this sort of demeanor that you have about it was the same demeanor that we had on the first call. Before we got on this Zoom call, I pulled up the notes from our first ever call in May, in mm -hmm. September now. And I can't believe that what was written in the notes, I, I wrote down because I'm always taking notes. I wrote down, you said, Amanda, you're like, I just kind of want to feel a little bit better. I mean, it's nothing crazy and I don't have like a ton of weight to lose, but do you want to have a spoiler alert and say what ended up happening? Yeah. So, and I think also a little bit, I was not like body dysmorphia in the best way that like, I thought I was only like needed to lose five pounds or, you know, I thought like I would meet my goals if I lost like 10 pounds and then I ended up losing. Now I'm only a couple pounds away from losing 30 pounds total. It's so insane. it's crazy. In my head, I was like, if I just lost five more pounds, I'd probably look the way I want to look or feel the way I want to feel. And I lost those five or 10 pounds and was like, well, I'm feeling great, but I think I'd feel better if I lost another five or 10 pounds. So yeah. I just sort of you know, kept going and just eating the way that made me feel good. And the program was just giving me so many amazing results that I turned around one day and was down 25 plus pounds. So. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very much a reflection, Amanda, of something that we spoke about on our first ever call was when I was asking about what your goals were, you were talking about how you like to hike and you were talking about health being second nature to you. And the weight was just kind of something that went along with it. It wasn't so much, you didn't come and you were like, I need to lose this many pounds. You really wanted to feel healthy. And yeah. because you had such a pure intention, the weight loss was just the side effect of it. Mm -hmm. Do you feel yeah, that? Yeah, I love being active and getting outside. I mean, here in Colorado, we have, you know, lots of pretty places to go hiking or little parks to take the dogs to. And I love just being able to go do that. And I notice when I'm out of shape or even just when I have a few extra pounds, it's a little harder to climb up the mountain or it's a little harder to hike around and get to the lake and go stand up paddle boarding or I just don't feel as comfortable or I just run out of steam a little bit quicker. So, I mean, I did sort of have the, the vanity goals of how I wanted to look, but I just wanted to make sure I was still able to enjoy the things I wanted to enjoy. If a friend called me and wanted to go for a hike, I didn't want to feel too tired or get on the hike and then become too tired. I wanted to enjoy the hike and be able to hike further and see all these beautiful places that, you know, we have in the state and even around the country. I love traveling to national parks and hiking different places. And I want to challenge myself to do, you know, other hikes and other adventures and things that, you know, take me out of my element, but that I want to be healthy and have energy and have, you know, vibrance for. Absolutely. And I think it's so interesting because you were already eating a pretty healthy diet and 
by changing to doing a slim on starch type of diet, you have lost almost 30 pounds. So let's talk about what you were doing before because you were eating like a pretty, you were completely vegan, had been for six years. And I remember you thinking, you know, I already eat pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Now that you're on the other side, perhaps you're able to really pick out, okay, this is what was really going on. So can you speak to, you know, what life really looked like before? Yeah. Um, I mean, I ate pretty healthy. I mean, I like veggies and salads and kind of the usual healthy vegan stuff. So it wasn't so much that I wasn't eating that, but I was just, I think adding a lot of, you know, I enjoyed, you know, a beyond burger, like the, you know, vegan junk foods. I enjoyed going out to vegan bakeries and having vegan donuts. And I wouldn't say I did that a lot. Um, and I also, I like drinking beer. We have a lot of great microbreweries here in Colorado and my husband and I drink a lot of, we have a shelf of like fancy whiskeys. So I, I don't feel like I was drinking a lot or like eating out a ton, but I just feel like it came down to consistency. And I think it was the mindset of like, oh, well, I've eaten pretty healthy most of the day. So now that uh, Ben and Jerry's has like 10 vegan ice cream flavors, Mm. even though I, like I ate pretty healthy today. So I'll just have a little bit of ice cream and that'll be fine. And I don't necessarily think that's wrong, but I just think I was making a lot of excuses that weren't helping me. Like I thought I was eating healthy and then I was just giving myself too many. Well, I just had a beer and then I just had an ice cream and then I just had a donut and I just wasn't paying attention to how that was adding up. Even though the rest of my diet was healthy, I was just giving myself too many outs, I think. (laughs) Right. And you know, you're such a sweet person. You're a joy to be with. And so you're social and like to be with other people. And you said that something that was tough was having the people pleaser personality trait. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it looks like you have something to say about that. So tell us yeah. about that and, and sort of how, cause you can't, you can't change your personality. So talk to us about that. This part, and even when we started the program, that's kind of, you know, what I talked to you and, and Kiki about is it's just really tough when we're going someplace and someone's like, Hey, do you want to go out to dinner and we'll grab a beer? And yes, I do want to do that. So I don't want to say no. Um, but I think there was also a part of me that was really wanting to show people that being vegan is really delicious and really easy. And I think I almost took that too far where we go out and be like, see, I can have a pizza and I can have a burger and I can have ice cream. I can have all of these things, which is true. But I think I almost just wanted the vegan lifestyle to not look hard because it's really not. But it was also like, if someone else was having a pizza, I was like, well, then I'll have a vegan version and that'll be fine. And I think I just, you know, wanted to do things with other people and wanted to go out places. And I still do a lot of that, but I just have really, which is one of the things I didn't expect on this program. It just changed a lot of my mindsets of, I can still go out to dinner with people. I can still go out and do all these fun things, but I don't have to order something crazy just, I don't know, because I think I should, like I, or because I can. So it was those kind of choices that I didn't really expect to learn in this kind of program. I thought it was going to be more about, oh, I should eat more of this or less of that, which there's some of that, but it's also just realizing that some of my behaviors, nobody else cared what I was eating. And I was sabotaging some of the goals I had for myself while eating things that no one else was even worried about. 
Yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head, Amanda, how we talk about, there's two things that you just made me think of. And the first is when you go out to be with your friends, you're going out to these places, not for the sake of the place, because if that were the case, then people go, you just go by yourself. You're going to be with the other people to spend time with one another and, and understanding that you can still go and be with that person. And just whatever's on your plate is just different. Everybody orders different things anyway. And so, yeah. you know, there's the spotlight effect too, that we think that everybody is staring at our plate and that everybody is fixated on what we are eating. But the reality is that nobody really cares. You don't know what you're, what somebody else is eating. You don't really care what they're eating, but we always think that everybody's looking at us. Um, and then one other thing that you just reminded me of is there's often a belief of, I can't have this anymore because I'm trying to lose weight. So like, I can't eat this anymore. And something that we talk about and that Kiki has probably talked to you about is you can have it. You're just choosing to have whatever it is that you want to have. We can have mm -hmm. anything, but you're choosing to have one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And during the eight week program, you know, I never promised that I wouldn't have a drink. <laughs> Um, and I did, I did have drinks and, um, I knew every time I was making that decision that that wasn't helping me meet my goals. But to me, I wanted to, at least when I very first started, I didn't want to just go cold Turkey and only eat broccoli and potatoes and lose a bunch of weight, but not be happy with it. So I, you know, we talked about the things that would help me meet my goals and wouldn't. And even though I knew a really, you know, fancy, delicious glass of bourbon wasn't going to help, I would occasionally have one and I would just monitor how that was affecting my progress and how it was making me feel. And, you know, it got fewer and further between every week I went through the program. And another thing to remember is that what never goes well for people is to be laser focused on just one goal and then everything else falls apart. You know, this is what we see with the, the rich and famous and the business people that have these, they have incredible success, but they don't have a family. They don't have a significant other, you know, nobody ever sees them because they were just so laser focused on that one goal that everything else in their life fell apart. And the same can go for weight loss. And if you are just so focused on weight loss or so focused on doing the slim on starch diet plan, well, then what happens to everything else? And so believe it or not, by having you have that beer, that bourbon, whatever it was, that was actually helping you reach your goal of sustainability and cultivating relationships with friends. And so it's really important to look big picture, um, which is something that's very difficult to do. So how did you not feel you know, guilty when you would have those indulgences? First, I definitely did feel a little guilty. And it was also, I mean, one of my favorite parts of the program is the accountability. So there was a part of me that was like, I'm going to order this beer or have this bourbon or whatever, but I have to show it to Emmy and I have to show it to Rachel and Kiki and everyone's going to know in a good way, not in a bad way. But I was like, I have to admit the you know decisions I'm making, which is the only way that you can help me, you know, make sure I'm staying on track and meeting my goals. But there was that accountability piece that was like, all right, well, do I want a second drink? Because I have to admit to the team that 
<laughs> that I'm having this. And no one was ever, no one ever cared if I had a couple drinks or if I had something, you know, that I wasn't helping me meet my goals. There was never any judgment, but just in, and maybe that's the people pleaser in me too, is just having to put it in the journal. I was like, okay, I have to admit to them that I'm doing this. So it did keep me at the beginning when I wanted to keep drinking, it did keep me accountable to, I know that this is what's in my best interest if I want to meet these goals, but just by putting it in the journal, I was like, well, I don't want to have to put that in the journal a second time. So I'm going to stop at one. <laughs> I love your honesty because sometimes it's, oh, my phone died. I couldn't take a picture of the second beer that I had, but that's what got you such fantastic results. Amanda was your honesty, your commitment and your openness. And I really feel like, you know, we, I, I consider you a friend, you know, when you went and got Boomer, I, we, pictures were in the chat. And so I, I consider you somebody that I'm close to because we've been on this journey together and that's why you've gotten such great results. So let's talk about, cause we keep talking about your goals and I want to, I want to get clear on what your goals were and, and why you decided to join the program because you weren't in a place of, you know, intense, as far as I know, intense suffering or, you know, you didn't have intense health issues. It, nothing seemed too pressing. And so what was it that made you say, I'm, I'm going to make this commitment. I'm going to invest in myself. Yeah, well, I would say one of the, the main things, I mean, in general, I've always been interested in, and focused and I care about my health, my long-term health in addition to my short-term health. So, I mean, I, I was kind of, you know, watching your program and, and reading up on, you know, past clients and kind of what you offered. And of course, I wanted to lose a little bit of weight, but in general, I've always been really focused on making sure I'm as healthy as I can be just for whatever life throws at me in the future. Um, and we talked about this in our very first call, but last year I ended up in the hospital for something that should have been just quick and easy. And I ended up in ICU and it was a whole thing, but every doctor was just so impressed at how quickly I recovered. It was obviously a lot for me, but they said, you know, based on my base level of health before I went into the hospital that a lot of patients don't recover that quickly or would have had a lot more complications. And so it was just kind of a good reminder that, okay, well, I am doing a good job taking care of myself and I want to make sure I'm continuing to do a good job taking care of myself in general, but also like, what else can I do to, I don't know, kind of level it up? Like, is there, are there other things I could be doing that I could just keep my body healthier just for everyday things for hikes and adventures? But if I find myself in a situation where you know, my body's going through a lot. I just really wanted to make sure I had a base level of health that would get me there and help me. Mm. And you also said as well that you were nearing a position where with you and your husband, you knew that someday that you wanted to be a mother. And so you wanted mm -hmm. to be prepared for that. And yeah. when you say that, did you mean being, and maybe it was a little bit of both, but I would love to hear you speak to this. Did you mean that you wanted to be a healthy, help, have a healthy body to carry a pregnancy, to, to raise children, to show them how to be healthy, to be the best mom you could be? Could you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's all of that. I mean, I wasn't starting from a super, super unhealthy body weight, but I was definitely a little overweight. So it started, you know, well, I want to get to a healthy weight so that, you know, if and when I ever become pregnant, that I can be the healthiest 
pregnancy I can. And then also, you know, once I give birth that I'm not at such an outrageously unhealthy weight or unhealthy just place in my life that I can run around with my, you know, with my baby or my kid and show them do. And I don't want to be one of those moms. that's like, Oh, I'm too tired. I'm gonna sit in the car. You go hiking. Like I want to, I want to do things. I want to be there. I want to show my kids fun things to do that are adventurous and outdoorsy and be able to keep up with them or run around with them. So I think it's, I think it's all of those pieces. And something that we have you consider in the program is, you know, really deep down, why is it that you're doing this? And so was there, was there something that stuck out to you in terms of when it got, when it got tough or when you just kind of were like, oh, I'm getting tired of this. What was it that really made you keep going? What was the motivation to be like, I'm going to keep doing this. And I know, you know, like you joined the master's program. It didn't just end at the eight weeks. You were like, no, I, I'm going to keep investing in this. Why? Why have you kept going? And, and what, what is it that is making you want to keep doing this? Because either the reason why we do something is because either the cost of what we used to be doing is too high or the benefit of what we're doing now is, is very, very great. So what is it for you? Thanks for listening, honey. Come say hi at Healthy Emmy on Instagram and join our private Facebook group, The Healthy Honeys, where you can get started losing weight on a plant-based lifestyle. I'll see you in there and everything is linked in the show notes. Mwah!